amplified. Last off. Yeah. <laughs> yes, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rure Latinas. Raices Latinas. Hey, what up, ladies? How's everyone doing? Good. Good. It's been a minute. I feel like a Monday. It does. Again, you're right. You're right. I was talking about holiday. Yep, exactly. Holidays always screw. Well, this one was weird because it was on a Tuesday. I have a question. Did you all go to the Lago yesterday? No. What Lago? Oh, over Fourth of July. Because everybody and their moms were there. For real? Yeah. It was packed. Uh huh. And it and was really nice out, though. Yeah, I did, because my mom went, and Maria's like, I don't understand. She goes, why are all the Latinos here? And I was like, because <laughs> that's what they do on, like, festive days. You know, they go to a lake and yeah, grill, right. even in our yeah. countries. Se van para, you know, right. carne carne asada asada, somewhere. Yes. She goes, but why can't they just do it at home? Like, she just did it. Like, <laughs> really? They really get it. Yeah. <laughs> that's and I was like, I don't know. You know, just the space. Yeah. You know, someone goes and finds a shade under a tree, and literally, it was packed. Where'd you go? Uh, Big Creek. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's Everyone and their mama No was wonder. There. I tried to reserve the boat, and it was gone. Oh, yeah, girl. It was booked. Everyone was, like, mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. So Never I'm excited for for this episode because... <laughs> Ricka, Ricka, Ricka. I'm nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous. <laughs> the one that's oh, nervous really? is the one we're interviewing today. Right. Yes. What is your name? Hola. <laughs> My <laughs> name <laughs> is Maria Rocha. <laughs> Let's get those jitters out. I know. I'm so nervous. Okay, I need you guys to help me with something, though, because I am kind of nervous. Can you guys sing your favorite song? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Sing? Um, hmm, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday? Well, one, I'm trying to figure out which one's my favorite song. Yeah, what's your favorite song? I have no clue. I have so many. Okay, choose one. Most recently. All of a sudden, the lyrics just went poof in my brain. (laughs) Literally, you're lying. <laughs> uh, I know which one your favorite song is. Rocio, you want to do yeah, the honors? No. Take one for the team. Ah, what? At least one of you guys needs to sing, please. I don't. That sing. way, I'm are you nervous. singing with? I'll sing once I figure out what song you're singing. I'm a rap instead. Okay, go ahead, girl. Ooh, girl. <clears throat> Let's do this. No, hell no. This is <laughs> she <laughs> almost <laughs> really wanted I want. What you really, really want. So tell <laughs> me what you want. What you really, really want. I want to. I want to. <laughs> okay, yes, girl. Okay, okay. I'm ready now. <laughs> yes. That's all it took. I'm pumped. All right, let's let's do this. So I'm so excited, like Mariana said, to learn more about you, Maria. I think you've led such a unique and powerful life is the best way I can can put it into words. But I'm really excited for everyone to hear about who Maria Rocha is and who you are becoming and are right now. So as Jamie would ask, how did you... Become rooted. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You know, I was really thinking about this, like, the days leading up to this podcast because I'm like, geez, just hearing your guys' stories and how very similar but different that we are. Mm -hmm. I was like, what is my story? Like, how much back do I need to go? And it's really crazy, like, just the time that I took to kind of go back and think about, like, you know, even just getting here to Los Estados Unidos, how crazy that has been. Mm-hmm. But to start off, I was, so I originally nací in Guanajuato, Mexico. So I was born in Mexico. Y a los tres años, my parents brought me here to the United States. Uh, the fun way, right? The yes. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but no, when I was um when I was three, I came here, and so I really don't remember a lot of back home in Mexico. All I look at is I have probably like maybe four pictures of when I was a little girl. Oh. Because at the time, like you know, they didn't have. Yeah. I don't even know if. Cameras were yeah, <laughs> girl. They had they had like back those then. big ones, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was crazy. I was talking about cameras. I was asking my mom about like her um, when she got married, like if they have any pictures, and she was like, "No, the photographer that went, they actually end up ended up losing the package of the pictures that oh, were being no. sent, so they never got their pictures." And I was like, "Damn!" So I was really lucky to think about that. I even had like four or five where I was a little kid, oh. but <clears throat> no, I came here. When I was three, my dad was already here. And for everyone that doesn't know, I'm sure you know at least one of my family members. But I have ten siblings. Um, well, nine siblings. This. Ten with me. Yeah, girl. She has a big family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You haven't heard the last name Rochas on the soccer field? <laughs> yeah, but I didn't know they were all they're related. They're probably all related. related. <laughs> girl, yeah. I need one way or another. I, I know. I look nothing like that. I know one of your brothers. <laughs> Who? I don't know, but one he's, of always, <laughs> he's always at 300 with you. So I oh, literally thought that, was your, I thought that one literally was your only brother. Really? Yeah. No, girl, I got nine. So I have two sisters. There was three women and then seven guys. Yeah. And I'm second to youngest. So I grew up with six brothers. They would dress me up as. Oh my goodness! I want to see like photos. a chola. I do have a photo. I should have like drawn like a chola. I had yes, girl. They put me in there like dicky, or what are they called? Yeah, dicky the dicky pants. pants. <laughs> and then like those polos with like uh, square the squares on them with the a hat shirt. and the and the lokes <laughs> sunglasses with yeah. your leather belt oh with a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh that's where i found my identity i'm just kidding um no she that's From where I, that's the real to entrepreneur yeah. <laughs> no i yeah that was really who i grew up with my siblings and i'm the youngest girl so i was very they protected me a lot mm-hmm. and um no just growing up it's it was so we live we got here to the united states my parents actually my dad lived in chicago for a bit and he slowly started bringing everybody here and my older siblings yeah some of them already had their partners here as well so we lived here for a bit i actually grew up in the uh trailer court over on what is it indianola and park over by weeks middle school oh my god it was so much fun because there was just so many kids there that i grew up with and now i look back and i'm like dang uh, but no, that's where I grew up. We had una traila, and it was like ten of, like twelve of us living there, and it was like a three bedroom. Girl, you made it fit though. Oh, girl, we had like yes, like we had the bunk beds. Did you guys ever live in yes. bunk? Oh, those were the best. Uh, we had bunk beds. Um, at least like you know three to four people staying in one room. I would always stay with my parents. So we grew up there, and I was. Thankful enough to have, I would hang out a lot with my nieces and nephews because I was the youngest. And so <clears throat> I would hang out with them a lot. That's why I'm so connected to to them more. And it's kind of weird because it's like, soy su tia, you know? We were around yeah. the same age. So it's like, um, it was kind of weird for them to call me tia. It was just like. So wait, so you're like five years old and they're like, Dia, Dia. Yes, oh, that's girl. Hilarious. Yes. <laughs> but it was fun because I was older. So 
So they make fun of me now because I was like the oldest one out of the group. So I would like kind of tell them what to do. And I would have <laughs> leadership you know? skills, girl. Yes, girl. You know what? Now that I think about it, I was telling them, I was like, so we used to, I don't know if you guys did this. So uh, we used to play store. So like we would get little areas of our at that time when we had our house now, we would have little areas throughout the house and we would have like our little register Aww. and we would like just sell our own things between each other. So I was like, I think that's what gave me my entrepreneur skills. Play store. I love play store. But no, we had, we lived in the, uh, in La Traila for about, gosh, <clears throat> my parents bought their first house in 2000. And I remember because it was during winter and we bought our, they, when they told us that they had bought a house, I was just so excited to go. And it was literally like the trailer court was here and our house was the street behind it. Yeah. And it was, you remember going there? I remember Yes, going girl. There. And they had the biggest living room ever. And I was so excited because there was actually room for activities. Oh. You know, we went from like a 300 square foot traila to like almost 1300 square feet so i was really excited and um i remember the first night we just like lay down we had like uh our mattress we were just laying on the floor and like it was just so much fun how did it feel and i don't know if you're i don't know how old you were but how did it feel going and transitioning from always having a tight space with multiple family members to now like you said you have the sala que ya está grande you have that space a yard, I'm assuming, yes, as girl. well. It was like, I honestly re- still remember the day that we, our parents went and took us there. And we, the first day that they got the house, that's where we stayed. We didn't have anything, but we were just like, this is just amazing. Like yeah. this, what is this? E-? At the time, I'm like, what did this even mean? You know, I had to be like, gosh, like eight years old. Aww. Yeah, eight years old. And so to me, it was like everything. And that's why I think, you know, now to my career, I get so attached to those emotions because I remember going into a home and feeling like, wow, I'm going to have my own room. When I was so much more spaced, we have two bathrooms. Like, yes, you know. Especially with 10 siblings, Girl, one bathroom. Yes. I, I didn't think about that. Yes. I didn't think about that. I did Yes. I was yeah. just like, yes, like this is what. You and, know? and now we get to see that like all the time, like kids at signing with their parents, you know, they're just excited. They're like, yeah. they're there. Witnessing that. Yeah. Awesome. No, it was amazing. I think at the time I was really, I didn't understand all the struggles my parents were going through. I just, they made it so comfortable for me where everything just seemed normal and everything was fine. Mm-hmm. And it was normal to, you know, work two jobs and never see my parents. Like it was normal to like, go to school and go through everything on my own like it was just like they had to work mm-hmm. and now like I think when I got older I'm like wait that's not normal <laughs> like that right. wasn't normal like I wish you would have been so there that was your normal. Yeah, yeah that was my normal and so I got so like I don't know it was just I feel like to me it was just they we had to do what we had to do you didn't know anything else I didn't know anything else mm-hmm. and so like during school I would just you know I would love it because I was there meeting other kids and I would um, learn a lot, but I was never really focused because I'm like, oh, I just have to be here and get through it, you know? I don't know. It was just kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. So then what happened? So then, so I went to Weeks Middle School. I went to Lovejoy in elementary. I don't remember seeing you. 
Yeah, girl. Did you have Miss Corona? I did have Miss Corona. She was oh, my kindergarten man. teacher. I love her. I yes. In, in elementary school, I remember, um, did you guys ever do, like, where you had to go sell stuff? And you would get awards. What were they called? Oh, yeah. Fundraisers? Fundraisers. Oh, yeah. What were they called? (laughs) Like, it was, I would always be on that. I won a trip uh, to go on a limo. Yes, I was so excited. I sold the most. I was like, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay salesperson. I, know, yeah. girl. <laughs> I was, making sense now. I wanted a limo ride. <laughs> I got my limo ride. It was like a white limo. I even had the picture. I should show you guys. I want to see. It yeah. was like the ugliest limo, but it was like <laughs> girl. everything at the time. How yes. old were you when you did that? Oh, gosh. Um, I had to be like in fourth grade. So, Miss Little Entrepreneur over here, yes. playing stores, selling, and then getting a limo yes, right girl. I know. Real. My goal was, like, at least to get five people, and that's it. And really? I was like, just so that, like, the teacher doesn't think I didn't try. <laughs> <laughs> but I was not going to win anything. No, <laughs> usually I wasn't really engaged in that, but I was like, you get a limo ride? <sighs> yes. Yeah, all day long. Oh, girl, my competitive side. I'm like, I'm oh, selling yeah. the most. I'm gonna get. Right. It. I'm gonna win. <laughs> this is where the big family comes into play. I'm like, everyone better buy something. Right. <laughs> I should right. at least have ten purchases on here. Did you put a <laughs> tick funny. mark if they didn't buy? Yeah, it? literally. <laughs> no. So I was, you know, through my childhood, I think I just ad- adapted to everything that was provided for me because I was just, I. That's all I knew, you know. And at home, I wasn't really. My parents were never there because they were working, so it was just I was learning a lot on my own. And I didn't really think nothing of it, to be honest. I think they just provided enough to feel comfortable. And then my siblings were always there, so it was just like I had that support. That's awesome. That's amazing. And we see that in so many of our households, you know. We grew up with our siblings. I took care of my siblings, you know. Yeah. took care of, like, that's normal to us. Yeah. You know, we're babysitting like super young, yeah. You were the totally youngest. See that, right? I was the youngest. Yeah. So then you had six brothers. So it was older brothers, and then you were the only one head, right? I had six older brothers, yeah. And then um, my mom didn't know she was pregnant with my little brother until she was gonna go get surgery for I don't remember what it was, but they're like, um, ma'am, estás embarazada, and she's like, what? Oh, she didn't know. I don't remember. Fernando, you are still loved, even though it wasn't. <laughs> yes, girl. He, I was supposed to be the last one, and I remember my brother. They would always make fun of me, you know, like oh. they were just those. That's just who they were. Que ya no vas a ser la chiquita, mm-hmm. te va a querer. And I would like get so traumatized by that because I'm like, what? Because I would get a lot. I was the youngest, so I would get a lot of attention, attention. too. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so when my little brother came along, I was just so upset. I remember, but I still I loved him a lot. I love kids. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like that. My elementary, my middle school. I went to Weeks Middle School. Um and I think that's where, honestly, I just hung out with the wrong people. Everything just went like I was just a troublemaker. I was still doing really good in school. Like I would pass because I would just do enough. But I think that's where I really started feeling like, shoot, I wish my parents were there. You know, like I think that's where I needed them a little bit more of like I wanted you to come see me play soccer because middle school soccer was the best. Yeah. Like shout out to all my soccer players in Weeks Middle School. Dude, we won every game. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. We played with 
Uh, we had Moises Contreras, remember? Dang. He was so good. We had Ricardo. It was just a really good good team, and I think that's what kept me busy, soccer. And all my siblings played soccer, like all oh, of them. Yeah. So that's what just I just kept playing that. And did you continue to play through high school, or how did that transition, um, as I heard you say, you know, you were hanging out with the wrong crowd. What made you realize that it was the wrong crowd, or at what point did yeah. you realize that? I think I realized that when, like, um, my middle school, I feel like everyone, like, you had to be with one crowd or the other. Mm-hmm. And I was so, like, I was cool with everyone. I And I think to this day, I feel like I always, I don't like confrontation. I don't like fighting. I don't like yeah. negativity. So, like, when I, I shy away from that. And so in middle school, it was the same. So when it started to become where, like, I had to be involved in fights. I had one fight. And I got in so much trouble. I was like, never again. Um, Ouch. And yes, girl. And I was so like, I could not like, like, yo peleando. Like, I was like <laughs> <laughs> Someone must have really ticked you off. Right. Yes, that girl. chola in you came out. Yes. I was like, I was like, dang. But no, I think it's just, it didn't feel right. I was getting in trouble and I didn't like being in trouble. I liked, you know, just taking everything easy, just doing what I needed to do and get things done. And so I think that's where I was like, shoot, I was getting a lot of, I was just getting in trouble a lot at home. And, um, but honestly, like now that I think about it, I think soccer is what really kept me like focused on like continue to keep going. Don't go down the wrong path because throughout my high school, um, I was varsity soccer team. Okay. <laughs> I was captain. I'm just kidding. I was captain, though, and I remember we played our freshman year kidding. together. That was so much fun. That was the best team we had. That was the best team Until you, you guys left. Then it was like, er. I guess back up, the same though. grade? No. No. We're the no. same age, but... Oh. I don't know how that worked. I know, girl. You were just way. I was excelled. just geeky. Yeah, you were geeky. <laughs> That's all. But yeah. I played soccer too, so <laughs> I just love to have fun. So I was like, eh, anywhere that would be fun, like ESL, <laughs> yeah. I, it was fun. <laughs> so I would go anywhere that was fun. <laughs> she said, "She said like, ESL, sure, sign me yeah. up." <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna have fun? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm down. <laughs> so yeah, it was just ever. I would, I would go everywhere that was fun. Yeah, I like to have fun. So you said soccer really kept you grounded and in the direction, the trajectory really of who you wanted to be more so. Did you ever feel like anyone would push you away from that or try to take you away from that and do the other things maybe you're not supposed to be doing? Yeah. Because I remember high school. Yeah, girl. I was bad, huh? No, I was just saying in general. (laughs) 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 No, I think what happened, yeah, I was just around... Now I know, like, you know, who you hang around with really matters a lot. And at the time, I really didn't have, just coming from a Latino household, like, a Hispanic household, like, it was just a lot of work. So I never really had anyone to, like, go to and be like, hey, is this even right for me? Is this who, the right path that I need to go? Like, should I be thinking about other things for my future? Like, it was just, like, just take it day by day. I never had anyone really open my eyes to, like, hey, you should really be thinking about, like, what what you want to do or even just in general like you know what what the future means what being an adult means Mm -hmm. what like you really have to be prepared for I was just kind of going with the flow and so I think surprises me because 
of how many older siblings you had. Yeah, girl. And I think that's the other thing, too. Like, my siblings never, they never had that support either. So, like, they all just, what was normal to them was, like, either you start working or you go to school. And they didn't like school at all. And so it was just, they just started working and started having families. So then they're it didn't even matter what was going on in my world and at home. It was about them and their family. So it was just really hard to kind of like think anything outside of what I saw at home Mm -hmm. to really be like, wait, there's something else out there. There's more to life than just go to school, graduate, get married, have a family. Like at home, it was just like, I remember my parents would always say like, if you get pregnant, you're going to have to leave. And I never understood what that meant. Because I'm like, why would you kick me out if I'm pregnant, you know? But now, like, through the years, I'm like, oh, I get it. It's because, like, you are starting a whole new family. Like, you've decided to really, like, it's it's a whole different thing. And so, like, I was just very, like, close-minded. Like, I really did not know what I didn't know. And I didn't know where else to find it. Like, I didn't even know I had to look, if that makes any sense. You know, and so I think that's where through the years, I there's always have been that one thing that I'm not going to fail. I'm going to do something for my life. It was just like a gut feeling, like a un pensamiento, un este. I would always try to figure out, like, I love reading stuff that would help me become a better person. And so I, for one reason or another, even if I was doing so bad at school or I was hanging out with the wrong crowd, there was always some work I was doing at home for myself. Dang, girl, yes. And I think that's where I'm like, little by little, it just, you know, made this ripple effect to who I am now because it, I just kept, something just kept guiding me to like, hey, you're more, you're meant for more. So would you say it wasn't like one thing that maybe changed, you know, or made you, it was just like a combination, obviously, of things? Yeah. There wasn't one thing that you're like, okay, like this moment, you know, we all have that where like, this moment was like stuck in my brain and. You know, it's when I really turned, you know, like for me, it was like around middle school, right? With what happened. And I was like, dang, you know, I became better. I grew up like instantly. But what was your thing? Just I think it was throughout the years. It was just a like things were just happening and all these situations. I'm such a like I analyze a lot of things and I think a lot. And I was such a people pleaser that I, it just made me think more like take things more into a deeper level and so I would get to the bottom of everything like if something happened I'm like okay why did it happen how was I feeling how can I do better what can happen after that and it was just a constant conversations I would have with myself and at the time I'm like dang am I weird like do people have conversations like that that really surprises me that a young age I would consider that a young age that you already had that self-awareness yeah you had internalized that you just like you said it just that ripple effect that continued to self-grow in a sense right and I didn't know what that meant at that time um to me again everything felt normal to me so I'm like okay everyone goes through this Mm -hmm. like this is something that everyone thinks about you know so what did you do after high school so after high school um I was I barely graduated um hey but you graduated (laughs) like I was you said that yes I really graduated I was doing so well um but no it was fun because I I had a lot of fun during my high school years 
met a lot of people. Um, but like once I graduated, I'm like, okay, I have to go to college next, right? So I enrolled in um, a two year. And I started going, and I just weren't, like, I wasn't satisfied. Like, I just, I'm like, the things that they were teaching me, like, no se me grababan. Like, I would go home, and, like, I don't even know what I learned. And so, to me, I just started feeling like it was a waste of time. And, but I kept doing it because of my parents, right? Like, they were, like, waiting for me to graduate, and I was going to be the first one out of, like, all my, what is it? eight siblings like I was going to be the first one to graduate college yes and so I just had that pressure that mentality like I have to do it right but something just kept telling me like I don't know if it was just like an okay or I didn't want to put the effort in but something else was calling me so during that time I was actually I actually started working when I was 14 um and uh I started working at Hy-Vee and right away, like, I really liked it because I was learning so much. And I was like, dang, okay. So once I learned something, then I would go to the next. And I would go to the next. And so I ended up staying for hy for, like, nine years. So I was still after college, uh, after high school um, at Hy-Vee. And so I started learning from – that's where I learned all my customer service skills, like mm-hmm. customer service. And then I went to their accounting. I would run all the numbers. And I love counting all the money. I was, it was fun closing out, like balancing everything out. And then I got really bored and then I went into, um, general merchandise. So I would stock, I would make sure all the stuff were coming in. And then after that I got a little bored. And so I just kept like wanting to learn more and more until I went to their corporate office. And so I saw an opportunity there cause I'm like, okay, what's a CEO? What's a CFO? Like, what is, what does that mean? And we would have meetings and I'm like, dang, I want to be them. Like, I want to meet them. Like, what are they doing? It seems like they're not doing anything, right, at the time. But it's like um, during that, I was just like, I kept working at hy and going to college. And so I was just like, you know what? I really, I'm spending so much money. I'm paying out of pocket. I don't want to do this. So I dropped out. And at the time, I'm like, dang, did I just fail? But I thought I was doing something good at hy I'm like, I'm, I'm just growing and keep pushing up maybe I could be you know CEO sometime and I had a really good um supervisor and he like would have meetings with me and talk to me about like okay what's going on like how do you feel this is like he would give me he was the first person to actually give me like constructive criticism Mm -hmm. and I was just like I felt attacked I'm like what do you mean I'm not I should do this this way like I like my way you know and um and so we had a conversation about, like, you know, school, and I wanted to go back. So I um, I went on Google to figure out what I wanted to do. So I let Google determine my path. Your destiny. My destiny. So I was like, hey, Google, you know, what's, the, um, what's a career that's quick and makes a lot of money? Because at the time, I'm like, okay, if I, you know, can make a lot of money, I can... Uh, have more time with my parents because they don't have to work that much and I thought money was like everything right and so it came up with like a a CPA or something that was the first one and so I went back to school to be a CPA and I would google like okay what do I need to do I need to take this exam blah 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 girl I hated numbers (laughs) I was like I, I hated it I was like no this is not me so I dropped out again 
And then I went back to Google. I was like, okay, what's another <laughs> career? That's that, not CPA. That's, that's quicker. I just count the money. That yes. I, yeah, that's quicker. Makes a lot of money. Um, and that's where real estate came up. And I would watch a lot of the shows, like, you know, the HBO shows, the people Flip, would just buy HG, yeah. HGTV. They would just um, buy houses and flip them and make a lot of money. And I was like, dude, that seems so easy. It's like I can do that all day long. And I was determined. I was like, I'm going to be making so much money flipping these houses. And um, so then I, I realized, like, at the time, I didn't have a, I didn't have anybody that did is the real estate mm -hmm. except for one person on Facebook and that's when I reached out to them and I was like hey I'm interested and right away he was like yes let's meet up we'll get coffee and he, that's where I was at my career today dang it was crazy Google shout out to Google yes oh. Google University is a real Please sponsor of this podcast <laughs> so how so you're married now how old were you when you got married so I got married when I was two years ago. So, okay. um, 28 girls. Oh my bad. 28 years old. I got married. Okay. Yes. So Maria, you got your real estate license. You got started. Have you always, I guess, because right now, tell us a little bit about what you're doing and what's changed because real estate, as we know it, it's, We all know it. It changes and pivots all the time. Oh, yes. And I feel like there's really highs and there's a lot of lows as well. So what has the real estate journey meant to you and what has it done to shape who you are today? Yeah, like you said, like, it, honestly, just even being in like an entrepreneur in business was probably the hardest thing that I had to learn really quickly. And What I mean by that is like you when I first started real estate, I would take it as a hobby and I didn't know that I was doing it as a hobby. I wasn't really thinking about it as a business. And so, you know, all my actions and everything that I would do reflected literally zero closings because I was just here and there like, ora si quiero, ora no, I want to sleep in today. You know, like I wasn't really looking at it as a business. So that ha that was very challenging for me because I had to really learn to like, hey, put my business hat on and think about like as a business owner, what, what would I do? One, to establish the foundation of my business and to actually start getting clients to to work with me. And I was 24, no, 23, 23 when I started real estate, I want to say. Um, and so it was hard because I had a lot of, I felt like I was too young. All these other agents were very much older and I'm like, they're so experienced and the lack of confidence in me. I'm just like, I can't do this. Like, this is not. Can you imagine how many other people all like also go through that and they think those intrusive thoughts that really, I mean, it's not true. No, it's just like you, you think that you are not capable of something when you, in reality, you are, you know? And you just start learning. I think I just started learning of how to, like, if I really didn't know something or I was feeling a, a certain way as to why I didn't want to do something, it was just, like, I needed to do additional research to feel more confident about it. Or um, when I started when I started actually selling um, is when I think a lot of my confidence came through because I was, like, in action. And I'm like, dude, I'm a natural. And you are. <laughs> Um, Top 40 under 40 over hey. here in Des Moines. 
I think That's I just because awesome. I love working with people. Absolutely. You're awesome. Right? Yeah. Like, people can feel that. Something going back to what you said, you know, you saw those TV shows. You're like, I'm going to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, did that come easy? Did you make lots and lots of money? Girl. <laughs> Anybody that's trying to get into real estate, you guys really got to want it. <laughs> Not just because of the money. Like, you you actually want to grind. Like, I think that's where I'm like, wait a minute. Like, wait, is this really what I wanted? Um, but no, I think, honestly, I give things to my parents for their work ethic. Because I was nonstop. Like, I started real estate while I was at hy V. So what I ended up doing is, like, I switched my, my hours at hy V from um, 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. So I would work overnights. The graveyard. Grave yes. And then I would do real estate from 9 to, like, 3 or 4 so I was like, that was like an everyday thing. Um, and I had a good schedule, but there was days where I was just like a walking zombie, literally. And um, I would, there was a week where I would have off. So I would be working like 14 days straight and then I would have a week off. And so I would use that to study, to like really like nail in what real estate was. And then I w- did that for six months until I'm like, wait, this is not it right like this is not it and I was just like I was gaining weight because I was not like eating at the right hours I would eat at night I was not sleeping like my health was really bad and that's when I started thinking like holy cow like I'm not ya no estoy morra. <laughs> like I need to like <laughs> think about myself you know um and so that's when I was like I put a deadline of like okay this is where I'm gonna go full-time in April 1st 2017 I was like this is it and I went full time. Heck yes. yes. It was pretty intense. And I think I just had a lot of support from my family. They didn't really know what a business was, I felt like. But it was just like, hey, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. And so I had a lot of support. I had zero dollars in my bank account. My mom helped me pay for my classes. And I was just like, this is it. All or nothing. And I had a supportive my husband, my husband now. Um, he helped a lot with that too. Like he was holding it down for the household for like about six to eight months. Yeah, that's huge that you give him a sorry that you give him a shout out because like I feel like whoever you pick as your partner, man, they just have to be your teammate. That's when you see successful like people and people doing well, Mm -hmm. it's because they have a good you know partner next to them. That makes a huge difference. Yeah, no, I saw such a huge difference in, like, the way that I was going. Like, I would love to party, and when I met him, he was so calm, and, like, he was so, like, mature. I thought at the time, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've never had a man so mature, but that could tell you who I was hanging around with. (laughs) Uh, But, no, he was just, like, grounding me a lot, and I was like, wait, this isn't the path I want to go. And Yeah. I want to dig a little deeper with you, though, Maria, because you you spoke earlier about – digging deeper within yourself yes. so my question to you is aside from the support that you had because you have a huge support system I do I already know that I do but what can you share to our listeners as to you yourself like internally how did you say how did you decide hey I gotta leave because you could have easily left real estate and yeah. just stuck with IV, right yes so what made you so I'm sure you battled internally. I did. 
So what really made you stick it out? Yeah. Jeez, I think I really, I would think back of like everything like my parents went through. And at the time I didn't know they were going through so much. So like I started asking questions. And when I would ask those questions about like, you know, like, how did we get here? Or like, why, what does Mexico mean? Like, why is my family over there and some is over here? You know, because I still would have family in Mexico and family over here. And I never understood all of that and why we couldn't all be together. My dream to this day is to have all my family together at once, you know, and unfortunately it's not possible. Who knows? I'm praying that we can. But I think I had a lot of, I started understanding a lot more of like, lo que en verdad estaban pasando ellos, que they didn't really want to tell me because they didn't, it didn't, they didn't think it wanted to be a burden to me or something. And, and so I started really thinking of like, man, how can, what can I do to help them and to help us grow because other people are doing it. Mm -hmm. Like other people are doing stuff that I want to do. Like I want to ride in a plane. Mm -hmm. Like that's what they made planes for. Like, you know, I wanted to be on a boat. I always tell the girls, like, I would love to be on a yacht one day. Like I wanted to do all those things because I would see it on TV. So I thought it was possible. And so I think those things, I started thinking, I'm like, why, why am I not doing it? Like, why is my family not taking me on a boat ride? Why aren't they taking <laughs> me? Why can't I go and buy shoes at, you know, the Nike store? Like, why do I got to go to Payless? Like, why do I got to go Walmart? And so I started, like, questioning of, like, why? Like, ¿por qué no lo podemos hacer nosotros? And I never understood why until I was like, well, I need money to do all that. Absolutely. I was like, why do we need money? So they were your motivation. So at one point, yeah, at one point I was like, you know what? I'm going to do anything possible to get as much money as I can to give myself and my family a a better life. And hopefully one day we're all together. And, um, you know, once I started growing, like through years, like, okay, this is hard. Mm -hmm. Like, why is this so hard? (laughs) It was easy, girl. Everyone would Google do it. Left, right. Google exactly. left that part out. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was like search not found. <laughs> That's where I stopped. So I had to make my own path. <laughs> I had to make my own Google. Um, so, no, I just, I think I started questioning those and I started getting even more deeper, like, because I started working so hard and I was making good money. And I think there was like, and uh, like a stop or like a barrier of to like okay I was doing all this work selling houses I was making really good money but then after that it was like so what do you do with all this money you know what I did what'd you do I spent it girl (laughs) I saved nothing Mm -hmm. and so I was like wait a minute I'm doing this way wrong like I didn't like I didn't know what I had to save for you know, taxes. I didn't know how to save for like just savings. Like it was just, I got it so quick and I was so easily spent it to me again. It was just like, I didn't know what I didn't know. And so I had to learn all of that. I had to learn to, you know, save all this, put aside to budget and like actually have something in place where you can start spending when, when you do have it versus spending and you don't have anything, you know? And so I think I just really went through a lot of situations that I'm like, I would ask myself why or how can I get better? 
and I started digging even deeper on on that and started reading books. I didn't I remember the last book I read was in high school, like in middle school. It was called Small Steps. And it was about this girl that had polio. And I never read a book ever again because it was just not interesting to me until then. Now I'm like, everyone's reading books. These millionaires are reading books. Mm-hmm. They're, you get more educated through reading books. Education is the key. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I started, it started opening up my mind even more. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, hay más. Hay más cosas que no sabemos. And I just, just, uh, through that, um, I started, I ran into this movie. I didn't run into it. Somebody let me borrow their movie. I didn't give it back two years later. <laughs> she really did it. Yeah, girl. I <laughs> lost it for a half minute. <laughs> so Mariana had given me this, uh, me presto una película que se llamaba The Secret. Oh, my gosh. I was like, is this real? Like, if you guys have not seen that movie, you should. The Secret. And um, I'm trying to think if I have what's it about? Maybe tell me the law of attraction. She gave it to me so I can let you borrow. She she gave it back to you. Yes, guys, everything's online now. I don't think I know. (laughs) I'm just saying. If you want to go old school, it's a a DVD. It's not a VHS. Yes, (laughs) you're dating her right now, girl. Yes, no. If you haven't seen it, it to you. I'm like, girl, I got internet. I forgot. But no, I started watching that and I think that opened up a whole nother portal in me that I'm like, <gasps> am I who I think I am? Like I can attract all these things. And it was just like a whole nother universe of like other things that you should be focusing on. Mm-hmm. And That's so it. I just started digging even more on that. And that through that, I started bringing more self-awareness of the things that I thought I had that I really didn't have. It was just a reflection of what I thought it was me and of my past. And so I started digging more into that, reading more books. And um, from there, everything made sense. Like, it just, I'm like, damn, I need to do more. And I'm in the right direction, too. And it's just I'm meant for more in this world. And so I've been following that ever since. So shout out to Mariana. How do you know when you're on the right direction, Maria? If so, someone that's listening out there, you know, you always have so many different things come up to you that can p- be presented. How have you decided when it makes sense for you and it's the right decision and you're on the right path? Yeah, I think if it feels right. Like if I had to force a decision or I have to like – think about it too much and it just doesn't feel right or I have like red I feel it like it's just you know what never mind like I just pause and really analyze it but there's certain things that you know like that feel right to you I don't know if it you makes it easy that. right it usually it easy. yeah like it's just if it feels right I go with it and usually I mean to this point it's led me to an amazing life yeah well I think it also just like the older we get we just know more of what we want. We're like, okay, time's passing. Like, hello, you yeah. know, I got to go after it. That's what you guys have done these last mm-hmm. couple of years. Go after what you want, you know? You're like, okay, yeah. like, we've done this. Let's keep doing it. Let's freaking step it up, you know? Yes. And like you say, you're listening to your gut and stuff. I think that's huge. Intuition. Mm-hmm. Intuition. Yeah, no, I think I've just been very – I. There has been a lot of other stuff in my life that has been really hard for me. 
and I feel like has made me the tough person that I am and it's just amazing to be where I'm at right now Mm -hmm. and I think like you know six months ago Maria probably wouldn't have said that but it's just like you know we've worked so hard that we deserve this we deserve to have what we have to be happy to pick what we want to do like we do we've been working so hard and um there's just so much more ahead for all of us so what's next what's next for Maria um ooh, is the pues I I'm really excited. I know. <laughs> I'm like, what, what's next? I have a whole checklist. I'm just kidding. She's like, let me pull up my let notes. Me pull up. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think what's next for Maria is I'm really excited for what we're building right now. Like, Aya, our real estate team, is literally building the foundation for something so powerful. And it's a whole nother level of motivation when it's, your company and you're surrounded by such amazing individuals that are you know constantly building you helping you become the best version of yourself so I'm really excited for like honestly the next year um one to five years where we're gonna be and right now things feel so good we're on the right path we just literally had a meeting with our coach and told us we're on the right path and so it's just really amazing to see and I'm really excited to keep putting in the work and keep building this and um, have a lot of fun with it yes Yes. thanks for saying that fun part yes girl (laughs) yeah it's more enjoyable that way yes it is Mm. I was telling everyone if if you're gonna have if you're gonna invite us somewhere, make sure it's fun. Because we'll be there. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all hear that? (laughs) Any last words for our listeners? Oh, I just want to say thank you guys for the time for letting me share some of my story. I see, like, I just want people to know that whatever you guys put your mind to, you can do it. Like, don't let anything limit you. Don't let your past, don't let your family, don't let anybody, don't let yourself especially limit you to your highest potential. If you feel it's in you, it's in you, and you just have to surround yourself with the right individuals to bring that out of you and let you know that there's more out there. Yes. Mike drop. Yes, you said it so. You guys got this. And follow me on Instagram, please. (laughs) What's your handle, girl? Yeah, I'm Maria Rocha, the realtor. Hey, yes. love that. Great job. Yes. Thank you guys. Thank you. Appreciate next y'all. Episode. To the next episode. <laughs> Let's go. Good job, girl. Amplified.